You're listening to the Girl Next Door podcast. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Erica. We're two former next door neighbors and good friends who love a good chat and a good laugh. We're inviting you to come on in, have a drink, and stay a while. Hey, friend. Hey, friend. This episode is all about holiday logistics. It's so fun that we are recording holiday-themed episodes I now. Know. Squee! So, so we'll be sharing strategies, tips, and tricks on several aspects of the holidays to help you bring the merry, and hopefully not the stress, into this holiday season. So we'll be covering lots of different topics. I think we could probably have a whole episode on each one. Yes. We're not going to go too deep, but we hope just giving you lots of little things to mm-hmm. keep in little mind. Little morsels, little holiday morsels. Yeah. But before we talk holiday logistics, what's been happening around your neighborhood? Okay, so this will maybe be old news by the time this actually comes out because we're trying to get ahead for our holiday episodes here. But we adopted a new furry family member. Oh, I just got to meet her and snuggle you with her. You just got some puppy kisses. So I, this little girl just stole my heart. It was oh. from the rescue that we've kind of been following and supporting. And she is a 10-week-old um tripod pitbull little lady we named her peggy because of her peg leg and also because of her um because of our obsession with hamilton so perfect little little nod to hamilton um she is the perfect mix of feisty and Mm -hmm. snuggly right now so we are like a few days in and loving her already but yeah she's a lot so So sweet (laughs) we just it was a bit spur of the moment we were also able to surprise vanessa for her birthday because we brought her home the day before her birthday so it kind of timing just just felt like it was meant to be our old man chihuahua is teaching her the ropes mostly (laughs) about how not to jump on him um but it's going well but yeah we're a little tired a little Mm -hmm. you know a little busy but okay talk more talk more about her tripodness she was checked out by the rescues vet before they even took her on because she was at the Humane Society at about five weeks old. She was found in a box in someone's front yard. Mm. I can't handle it. Mm. Um, probably someone got rid of her because she was born with this little front leg. It's just like she has it down to like her first, like to her elbow. Mm-hmm. And then it's just kind of like a little tiny, there's a little paw pad there, but it's just how she was born, mm-hmm. kind of malformed that way. Um, and then... She, but she just like hops along yeah. with her one front paw and her back legs. She does not let it slow her down whatsoever. She'll use it to balance a little bit sometimes and she uses it to play, but um, otherwise, you know, completely healthy. And that's just how she was born. And so Aww. she makes her unique and special. And she just, I mean, she just hops along with her little ears flopping <laughs> and I fell in love with her. Oh, so she just fits right into your family. She does. She does. Well, for me, I wanted to share that I have started doing some pelvic floor therapy. Okay, pelvic floor. Yes, and I want to share also as like a PSA to anyone else out there who maybe hasn't heard of this or who maybe has and has been considering it and maybe needs that final nudge to go check it out for yourself. So for me, I am doing pelvic floor therapy because after three children, and really probably after the first or second, Uh I have noticed that especially when I am working out in like certain jumping and whatnot, (laughs) I might be leaking a little bit of pee. Which your high fitness class is a lot of jumping. There's a lot of jumping. So what really nudged me to go look into this was that I had, I think, um, an annual exam with my midwife and I was mentioning that and she said, you know, that's really common, but you don't have to live yeah, with it. I think women just think they need to like, this is just how it is. Exactly. Now. Mm-hmm. And so I love that she put it that way, like normalized it, yep. but that there are things that can right. be done. So anyway, um, 
I found a physical therapist office that also has people that specialize in women's health. And so you can find offices and doctors, specialists like Mm -hmm. that. And yeah, so it is, it's interesting. My appointments are, it's kind of like a combination of your annual exam and being a physical therapy. Okay. So it's a little bit intimate. A little fun twist. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) But just giving me some specific exercises to do. Um, and just anyway, and it's strengthening. Yeah. And it's also like about the core and your back and Mm -hmm. anyway, so it just feels really good to finally be taking action on that, that I've been thinking about. I'm so. so glad you just shared that too, because I feel like it's one of those things that again, all the common experiences of birth doesn't mean that we have to just like mm-hmm. shut up about it. Like mm-hmm. we can actually support mm-hmm. each other in, you know, yes. making things better and women's health. And I love that. Yes. So, good for you. And I have talked to some other friends that have had pelvic floor therapy because like maybe even after birth or maybe even not related to birth at all, they've had pain during sex and things Mm -hmm. like that. So I just want to say that if you're experiencing any of these things, there are people that can help. Good for you. I'm glad you're good for you and your pelvic floor. Thank you very much. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So let's dive into some nitty gritty of planning, doing, and importantly, enjoying the holidays. Mm -hmm. So we have several topics. So for each one, let's each share two specific tips that we found helpful. Plus we'll share something we're implementing ourselves this holiday season. Let's start with hosting. Some of the best holiday memories are when you're together with friends and family, but if you're the one hosting a meal or out of town guests, it can also be stressful. So what's your first tip for holiday hosting? Okay. My first tip, and this applies to most things about the holidays, but not your schedule. So you'll hear this, but when you're hosting, I feel like more is more. I've Mm. talked about this before. Yep. More food than you think you need. You can always have leftovers Mm -hmm. or save it for another occasion more towels, more linens when people mm-hmm. are sleeping over, more drinks than you think you need. It just, it helps you relax as the host, honestly, so. because it's very stressful to be like, oh, I didn't have enough of that. And that was really popular or whatever. And it helps you feel prepared. Mm-hmm. But I think it also really helps people feel welcome because mm-hmm. they see like, you're not just doing, you know, it's like if the, if it runs out, you're like, it's okay, I have more, you know? Right. And so within reason, obviously, but whenever you can, I think like, stocking a couple of extra things of crackers or just picking up even along the way to just have on hand, Mm -hmm. I think really makes hosting easier because you can just whip something out real Mm -hmm. quick. I love that. I have learned that from you and taken it to heart. (laughs) My first tip is that if you are hosting a gathering or meal and there will be a lot of work for you specifically, you know, you feel like you're kind of leading the hosting effort you should coordinate with husband, spouse, and you should plan to take the next morning off. Yes, you should. Mm -hmm. I have started doing this when we host Thanksgiving. One of my favorite days of the year is the morning after Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. and enjoying pie and coffee. I want to do that in quiet, maybe some like online Christmas shopping. And so I have started to think ahead and saying, hey, Chris, the morning after Thanksgiving, I'm going to be leading a great Thanksgiving. Um, but then I want to take the morning yeah. off. So you get the kids out of the I house. I love that. I love that hours. so much. And probably they need that too. Like they yeah. were, you know, manners. There was a lot of hubbub right. there was, and it's like, let's just go run off some of that uh-huh. extra pent up energy. Yes, exactly. I love that. Um, okay. This is one for hosting anything, but especially during the holidays when you want to maybe look your best or put on a different kind of outfit and there's just more going on, give yourself a hard and fast cutoff time for prep 
and I've talked about this before too, but it's, it's bears repeating. Give yourself a cutoff time, at least I would say an hour and a half before guests arrive. Yes. So you have like a full hour to get yourself ready. And then you have that extra half hour for lighting the candles, getting the playlist going, Such a good point. doing any last minute, you know, garnishes on food or whatever. And there's always somebody that shows up like 10 minutes early and mm-hmm. you just want to be in a headspace of like, you feel your best mm-hmm. so that you – it's very hard to host and be welcoming when you're like, I mean, I didn't have time to shower. Yeah. And I feel I feel it. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Then you don't feel great. Yeah. So just give yourself that time. Plus, it helps you not obsess. You're like, whatever is done at mm-hmm. 2 o'clock is done, and yep. I'm going to go get in the shower. Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. I love that. My um, last tip is to plan to take some family photos. And you should – text people or let them know ahead of time, hey, we're going to take some family photos. It can just be casual, like, you know, quick little groupings, Mm -hmm. but people might be a little bit more dressed up. It's one of the times that you're actually all together. And it's just so nice to have. It's, it is so incredible how much time goes by. I am finding that we don't have a picture of our family all together. Yeah. You know, one of us is taking the picture. Especially when you're hosting because you're so busy with all the little details. Yes, exactly. So, and sometimes right after everyone gets there is just like, Hey, let's go outside and grab those family photos. Just make everybody do it. And you'll be so thankful that you have them. I love that before the kids run off and get dirty with cousins and all of that. Okay. What's one thing you're going to do this holiday season to make hosting easier or less stressful? Okay. I would like to do more. We don't have, we're not hosting any formal events Mm -hmm. or house guests this holiday season. I don't think unless something changes, Um, but just doing more when your house is like decorated and cute and everything, everyone's feeling festive, like impromptu casual things, like Mm -hmm. come over for pizza and a cocktail. And maybe it's like a, you know, you don't put any effort into the food, but you make a specialty, Mm -hmm. you know, cranberry Moscow mule or something like that. Um, and here's my thing, like, this is a tip in general too, but I'm going to not worry about how clean my floors are. Guess what? Your floors look clean to everybody else. Oh my gosh, yes. And in a pinch, you can at least vacuum to get like crumbs and visible debris up, yes. but please do not wash your floors before no. people come over. They're, they're going to be so dirty. They're going to get so dirty and you're going to be, that's like one of the most backbreaking jobs. Mm-hmm. I learned this the hard way. I would be so exhausted from mopping all my floors nobody noticed and they were immediately dirty (laughs) with the traipsing in and out of the house and all like do not worry about that when it comes to the holidays like make sure your bathroom is clean Mm -hmm. but not spotless it Mm -hmm. doesn't have to be spotless it's gonna get messy too yep they will assume that another guest made that mess not (laughs) your children there you go just get the toothpaste out of the sink right get the toilet clean Mm -hmm. don't worry about your baseboards seriously agree and then when it comes to the holidays, like smells, music, and a festive beverage go a real long way. Oh, so great. So it's like a great little three tip trifecta. <laughs> yeah. Frame it. Yes. Put it up. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, what I am going to do to make hosting easier this year, I love Christmas Eve and we often invite the family over for Christmas Eve. Growing up, we usually had chili and tamales. I know that's traditional. A lot of families, that's very like Texas thing Mm -hmm. to do, but I have noticed, I don't think that's exactly on Chris's side of the family, their favorite taste. Uh And so I am stepping back, seeing what works, what really matters. And I think too, it ends up kind of being a lot of work that then I'm not sure if it's, you know, if it's not their favorite anyways. 
Exactly. So I am switching to, I just want to do a Christmas Eve appetizer dinner. I love that so much. I want to buy all the good looking appetizers, frozen, prepared at Mm -hmm. Trader Joe's, just put tons of stuff out. I feel like that's also the kind of stuff that I often really crave and don't buy it often enough. And so I feel like it's just a great, like get that spinach artichoke dip or try that new recipe or something. So makes it easy to put out, easy to clean up. Mm -hmm. That's what we're going to do. I love that so much. That's the way I love to do Christmas Eve too. Mm -hmm. I don't typically like a big dinner on Christmas Eve. I love the snacky with the, you know, jingle bell jazz and the cocktail. Like that feels Christmas Eve to me. I love it. (laughs) New tradition. Okay. All right. Let's talk about holiday decorating, which if, if you don't know, friends is one of Erica's superpowers. (laughs) I, she is my decor mentor. So she has many more than two tips, but what's your first Erica? Okay. Number one, all that may go out the window this year with the puppy. We (laughs) will see. Everything needs to be like hip height. Yes, exactly. It's like having a toddler in the house. Um, okay. Here's number one. Cause this was very hard for me when I had kids decide ahead of time, what your kids will help with and what you will do. And then that allows you to enjoy both. Mm, I It's very stressful to decorate a tree with toddlers unless you are mm. in the mindset of totally. this tree can be a hot mess and that's part of its charm. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to go decorate another fancy tree right. in the dining room. Yeah. Like I had to be, be very specific about this is what they can do. This mm-hmm. is what I can do. And actually they do a better job than I give them credit for. If I step back, like I've, mm. we have a tree up in the playroom now and like the room where we do homeschooling and I gave them like the color scheme and mm-hmm. all of their little ornaments that they've been collecting and they go nuts with that tree and they oh, did an amazing job last year. Cute. It turned out so cute. That's like, really cute. I've taught them well. Good. So it's like, but if I decide ahead of time, then I can enjoy the process on both ends. So I love that. All right. My first tip, it's very specific, but I am going to recommend making a dried orange garland. Mm-hmm. This is something that I try to do every year. Here's what I love about it. It looks really pretty, but natural. Mm-hmm. I love decorations like that. You can also keep it up beyond Christmas. Yeah. I feel like it's a great decoration. Yeah, that's wintry, new year. Um, or if you're ready to get rid of it, you can compost it or just throw it away. Yeah. So I love that kind of decoration that I don't have to worry about storing it and or if it gets messed up or whatever it mm-hmm. is. So. I just love it. And I'm not going to describe exactly how to make it, but if you just Google yeah, DIY orange garland, it's pretty simple. It's a great way to use up all this uh, Arizona winter citrus mm-hmm. that we have yes, around exactly. here too. Okay. My second one is to only put out what you truly love. Now this is hard because grandma may have given you an angel for the top of the tree mm-hmm. that you feel obligated or it reminds you of grandma, but it really just is not your style. But this is what I do. Every year, whatever is left over in the, I put out what I love, like love, love. Mm -hmm. I may have gotten it last year and I just don't like it anymore Mm because I changed that room around or whatever. So I put out what I truly love and then whatever is left over in the bins that I did not put out, I donate or I pass it on maybe to somebody who's building their Christmas decor Mm -hmm. collection. Or if it's just truly sentimental, like that angel grandma gave you and you're it's not your style, maybe make one separate small box for those things that you just can't part Mm. with that maybe one day you would like in a different situation or that really means something to you Um, or find maybe a different way to display it. Maybe you put a fun picture of you and grandma Mm. at Christmas when you were little and then Mm. the angel next to it on a shelf, but you don't like it on your tree or whatever. But be super intentional about that. And then I donate those things or get rid of them before I even put the bins away. Love that. Because if you put the bins away... 
the holiday season is going to be off yep. in full swing. You're going to just, you know, have your Christmas. Then you're going to put it all back in there and keep having to resift it's, through the things the you don't like. It's the ghost of Christmas decorations past totally. that stays with you. <laughs> totally. And then it ends up being this thing like your closet when you have a bunch of clothes in there that you don't like. You end up hating kind of all your Christmas right. decor. Yes. When really it's just that you need to, you know, curate it a little bit better. So. Be ruthless with that. And then when that box, like whatever box you've set aside for, this is what I'm not sure about or a sentimental thing, when that box is full, you have to go through it. Mm -hmm. And I bet you, you will see more things that you're ready to part with. So just be ruthless. Such great advice. (laughs) Okay. My second tip is to, once your home is all decorated during the season, take pictures of it and you know, kind of make mental or actual notes in your phone or on a piece Mm -hmm. of paper about what you liked and didn't like, or, you know, maybe what you want to do for next year. And for those photos, save them to a specific separate photo album in your phone. So that way they're really easy to find for the next year. Um, you could also include this with other notes about the holiday. I have started mm-hmm. doing this inspired by you. Mm-hmm. I know that you write holiday notes. The way yep. I do this is after the season, I put it in an email mm-hmm. and then I schedule it to send to myself oh, in mid-October. That's awesome. So in mid-October, I get a note from last year's past yep. Christmas Kelsey. A little a little holiday high five <laughs> yes. from past Kelsey. And then I just keep replying kind of to the same email so that I keep seeing notes from previous years. Oh, I love that. So I can kind of yeah. look over that. Um, and honestly, there are just little, little things that surprise me every year. I'll even say like, buy this specific kind of icing for the gingerbread cookies, make yeah. a double batch of this. Yeah. Just those little things when they're fresh on your mind. Um, but anyway, but I think you can do that with lots of things, but I've also noticed taking pictures of the decor mm-hmm. because I'll see, Oh, I for, I forgot that we did it that way. Mm-hmm. And I really love that. And so it's like, you don't have to reinvent things That's every really year. That's cute. Okay, so for this year, what are you going to do to make your holiday decorating situation even better or easier? Well, I feel like I feel like I have our tree situation. You know, I have multiple trees. Yes. Um, and I feel like in this new house, new-ish house, it's four years now. How many years? Yep. Yep. Four years. Um, I feel like I've got the tree situation down and like our basic like where I like to put things. But also that I need to just level up some of those basics. Mm. Like I really want to get some good centerpiece type things Mm -hmm. Um, and they can change, but like a a good plan of action for like our dining room table, our island in our kitchen is huge and Mm -hmm. I feel like it needs a festive something. Mm -hmm. And then our kitchen table. I didn't have a kitchen table that I loved until this year. And so I feel like now I'm ready to like make yeah. a more permanent kind of situation. Also with the puppy, I know that if nothing else, I can put the centerpieces right. and she won't be allowed on the table. And yep. so that will, that will not get eaten by a puppy. Um, so yeah, that's kind of my goal is to really focus in on some centerpieces that I'm excited about. Okay. This year. I love that. Can't wait to see what you do. So this year, this is a big change for us. We are doing a fake Christmas tree. Okay. I cannot believe that I am doing this. I love getting I a real tree. I couldn't either when I switched. Yeah. Um, you know, I love the smell. I love going to the Christmas tree lot and picking it out. But this is why I've decided to do this. Um, with a real tree, I think especially just here in Arizona, yeah. where the trees are shipped from a long way away, where it's super dry, you just have a pretty small yeah. window of time mm-hmm. of having a tree. I really wait to get it until like the second weekend of mm-hmm. December. And by Christmas, it is definitely becoming like fire hazard <laughs> yeah. territory. So um, 
with a fake tree, we can put it up a lot earlier. Uh I want to have it up either by Thanksgiving or right afterwards. Also, it's pre-lit. Yes. Oh my gosh. The lights alone. Holy cow. So you're not draping lights around and I'm very particular. Um, And you don't have to worry about watering it, which I just always find to be such a cumbersome task. So anyway, I'm really excited about it. I will link to the Christmas tree that we got. It's the one that Sherry of Young House Love raved about and recommended. The one that's kind of like bare bones, which I love, like Mm. that. Or I not quite. I don't think. I okay. don't think so. I think it actually looks pretty full. Okay. So she raved about it, and it was on sale after last Christmas, and I went ahead and got it. Okay. So I love it. I'm excited to premiere that this year. Yeah, we. I will give you a little tip. Also, Please do. if you really are missing the real tree situation, mm-hmm. this is because I was missing the smell. Yeah. I was missing the experience. So we do all fake ones inside, and then we get a little tiny mm-hmm. real one. We try to get like a little Charlie Brown esque mm-hmm. tree from the tree lot, like maybe two weeks before Christmas, okay. and we just put it outside on the patio. Oh. And now that you have like your patio yeah. space, then it's like a nice little nature. And all we do is string like one strand of yep. lights on it, so that we have a little twinkle outside mm-hmm. when we're sitting by the fire and stuff with oh, the heat I love lamp. That. So that's a that's maybe a good little compromise okay. for yes. you too. I love that idea. Okay, let's talk about gifting from buying to wrapping and shipping and keeping it all organized. Okay. What wisdom do you have to share with me about making holiday gifting better? I mean, the biggest one is first of all, start early. So true. Like, whatever your system is, start early, especially this year. They're saying, you know, supply chains are going to be an issue with the pandemic and mm-hmm. everything's just kind of off still. Um, So, and I think starting early to me is the perfect way to scratch that like holiday itch that starts creeping in without like decorating your house for Christmas in October, you know? So like I really, once, once October hits, I start to feel like, okay, we are in the holiday mode. Mm -hmm. And so I find it helps me to be able to like slowly start getting some Christmas gifts and things. And Mm -hmm. then, you know, I can kind of like roll out Christmas slowly. Um, I think that like, Having the money set aside, however you are doing that, however Mm -hmm. you're deciding on that, whatever your budget is, really, really helps make it enjoyable and not just feel like it's coming out of your daily and weekly operating expenses. So getting that done early and then just starting to chip away at your list, Mm -hmm. I think really, really helps. I know it sounds maybe like, duh, but it does. Yeah. Okay, my first tip is instead of ribbon to tie around wrapped gifts is to use thick yarn. Oh, I love that. It, I've, I've gotten a gift from you like yeah, that and it's so cute. I think it looks so cute. And just for me personally, I just... Ribbon never comes out looking like I want it to yeah. when I'm trying to tie pretty bows. Even when I try to do, you know, pull it along scissors and have it curl, you know, sometimes you hit it the wrong way and it just makes it really straight. <laughs> yeah. Like what is happening? It's all of a sudden like you flat ironed your ribbon. Yes, exactly. <laughs> so I just, I love the thick yarn. Um, it's just easy. It's easy to work with. I do love the look of it. It looks kind of different among the things. So yeah, I'll just go to the craft store and get like a really thick, you know, red or white or something. Something so. I just saw Kelly Hampton talking about oh, how Home Goods is a place for a great place for package trimmings, oh. like unique yarns and like nice. velvet ribbons and stuff like that. So okay, love that. My second one, I know that I've mentioned it, but it definitely bears repeating, is to block out for yourself two elf days. Yes. I didn't mention this because it's technically your idea, but this is what I do too. (laughs) This is, you have adopted it too. Uh So early December, I love doing that second week of December. Give yourself a little room after Thanksgiving, but then that second week of December feels great because it's still well ahead of Christmas. 
Um, but then you can get things done early. So you, you really do need two days I have found. Yeah. Um, and that is just the day to try to wrap everything up. Mm -hmm. Literally, literally, Mm -hmm. um, make yourself a big list. The kids, you know, get the kids out of the house or they're off at school and, and make it enjoyable. Yeah. Grab yourself um, a peppermint mocha, put on the Christmas music or a Christmas movie mm-hmm. and do it without having to be stressed and running around mm-hmm. and everything. And just makes a I big I love difference. this. I'm actually thinking about, so usually I would do it when the kids were in school, right. but now they're here all the time. So I'm really thinking about doing this with, or if you have like little ones still at home having my co-op moms like switch around and each take a turn. So then like it's introducing that concept to them. And it's also like, Hey, can you also take Mm -hmm. my kids and they can play, they can have fun. And then we can switch off our elf days. So I'm going to propose that solution. Oh, that's so great. Okay. So what about this year in particular, anything that you're doing to make gifting easier? This is another one I stole from you. Oh, I love it. It is that my husband is in charge of his side of the family gifts. High five in over five. (laughs) He's usually pretty good about contributing a couple really great ideas that I might not have thought of for like the girls, but typically then I'm in charge of everybody else and he gets me gifts. Um, but I'm like, you know, I do my whole side of the family's bigger number Mm -hmm. one. And I'm always in charge of that. And also kind of in charge of his family, Mm -hmm. or there's like a lot of conversations we're having. And I said, you know what? You, it always looks different every year anyways, and you have certain things you want to do for your brothers and stuff, so you go ahead and take mm-hmm. on that. So we tra- we're dividing and conquering a little bit, and it's very clear who's responsible for what, and I just think that that helps with no last minute like, oh, did you get something for my yes. niece and blah, blah, you know. Yep. I is, love it That so is my tip. Much. We can hand it off, ladies. We can hand it off. Yes, we can. So I know that we both use the like kind of Christmas planning spreadsheet, mm-hmm. and I got a lot of satisfaction this year on all the names yes, next to Chris's family. I just grade them out, and I was like, don't even have to <laughs> like, worry about it. I love it. you, but I am not responsible for your gift. Love it. Love <laughs> it. Okay, so for me, in addition to my two elfing days, I am also planning with Chris for the evening of December 23rd, very important, that after the kids go to bed, that is our final elf time. All hands on deck. Getting everything done. Love it. All the last minute wrapping, like that true... You know, there's always like those last little tasks. Yeah. I don't the dollhouse to put together. Yes. Kind okay, of and this is the thing. Maeve is getting a kitchen this uh-huh. year. We are building that December twenty third because yep. we have definitely been building things at like nine PM on Christmas. And it Eve. is like it's so Horrible. exhausting and it makes your Christmas morning not fun. Yes. <laughs> it's like this is not how I wanted yeah. to spend Christmas Eve. So anyway, I have found that December twenty third is so perfect because of course we have our birthdays on yes. the 22nd. Uh-huh. So don't want to be working that night, but then I also want Christmas Eve off. So that yeah. 23rd is yeah. the perfect day. We tend to like put the kids to bed, maybe let them open one thing. And then we open our gifts to each yeah. other Christmas Eve too. Mm-hmm. So we've started doing that too, so that we can just enjoy and kind of have kind of a cozy romantic yes. Christmas Eve. And then we put out their stuff, you know, yeah. but it's already all Mm-hmm. set to go. Ready so. to go. I yep. love that. Let's move on to holiday baking and meals from Thanksgiving to making Christmas cookies. There are so many special foods and meals during the holidays. What's something that helps you make holiday baking and holiday meals a little bit easier? Okay. This is my mantra word for this, for holidays. Semi-homemade. Love it. Hyphenated. It's not the time to make everything from scratch. So true. I think it feels like it is mm-hmm. because there's there's certain nostalgia around like grandma's pie recipe mm-hmm. or whatever, but 
choose what's important and actually brings you true nostalgic feelings and true joy. And like maybe is like a special family recipe for you to do and then outsource the rest Mm -hmm. or like, and by outsource, I just mean like Trader Joe can help with a pre-made dip. Right. Um, and then use hacks that just make everything else easier so that you can focus and enjoy the process of making something homemade. There is something about that obviously, Mm -hmm. but please do not feel the pressure to be Martha Stewart at the no. holidays. It will mm-hmm. make you hate your life. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Yes. <laughs> Semi-homemade. Say it Say it with me. <laughs> I love that. Uh, my tip is that I have printed out and keep all of my holiday recipes all together. Love that. So in my little recipe binder that you know I love, just mm-hmm. at the back of one of them, that's where all the holiday stuff stays. So that way I'm not you know, looking online for this and looking in this mm-hmm. cookbook for that. It's all just right there. It kind of reminds me of, you know, the full holiday repertoire and I can, can kind of pick out of there what I want to make this mm-hmm. year, be reminded of things and just love it. I like that. Um, another one for me, and this I got from Sarah Powers, I believe, of the Mom Hour. So wise. Is to, because she really enjoyed decorating cookies, but hated the experience of decorating cookies with her kids because they were like, <laughs> messing them up let's be real and it was gross (laughs) but she just made it two separate things like okay we do these kind of like the decorating tip right like decide ahead of time what you will do Mm -hmm. and what the kids will do and Mm -hmm. let them go nuts on the you know cheap store-bought maybe sugar cookies Uh and then your mom's gingerbread recipe that you feel very nostalgic and want to be creative with set yourself up with a glass of wine and that after the kids go to bed and do that. Like you don't have to let them help with everything Yeah, just because they're there, you know, or you can find ways to make it actually enjoyable. Like, okay, I actually don't care what happens Mm -hmm. to those cookies. It's about the Christmas carols on in the background Mm -hmm. and you go nuts with the frosting and sprinkles. Oh, I love that because I think there are so many things like that around the holidays that we are thinking so much about making it fun for the kids and just remembering that, no, you still get to enjoy those Mm -hmm. things. And, and how do you want to enjoy them? You get to decide and you can do both. Like you said, Mm -hmm. Oh, I love that. My second tip is to plan for easy dinners before and after holiday meals. Amen. This is what happens to me. I am so focused on Thanksgiving or Christmas, even Christmas. Yes. I kind of forget and then I'm surprised and kind of angry yeah. that my Always family angry. wants to eat all the other Always times. Always angry. And I will let it be known. What do you <laughs> mean? Right. I am making a huge meal tomorrow. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so I... I am definitely this year really working on this, trying to just stock all those boxes of mac and cheese, the frozen meals. I think the thing too is- salad, all the things. There's so many holiday meals too and like holiday foods. And actually my kids aren't that into them. So even though I did just cook this big, Mm -hmm. spent all this time cooking all this food, they're really not going to eat very Uh much Turns out they don't like stuffing because there's lots of ingredients mixed together. Yes, exactly. So just wanting to make sure I have tons of that easy stuff on hand that we're just pulling from the fridge freezer and pantry all around there and giving myself a break. Love that. Okay. So how will you be making holiday baking and meals more enjoyable this year? I think just doing as much ahead as possible, Mm -hmm. even, um, it makes it much more enjoyable when you do sit down to make that homemade pie recipe, when you've already got stuffing in the fridge Mm -hmm. for Thanksgiving, you've got the potatoes, you know, peeled and Mm -hmm. soaking and like, as much of the things that you can do ahead as possible, it always feels like you should wait till the last minute for certain things that really, when you think about it, oh, I could have that completely done and already like Mm -hmm. in a dish and all I have to do is warm it up the Mm -hmm. next day. There's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to be like 
peeling potatoes no. from 5 a.m. on no, Thanksgiving no, no. morning. So yes. get as much done as you can. Then you can enjoy like the pie and basting the turkey or whatever mm-hmm. it might be that you're going to do last minute. Yeah, I've really, in the past couple of times that I've hosted Thanksgiving, I've really been trying to look at the recipes and seeing what could I make ahead or like truly ahead. For example, stuffing or my dressing. Yeah. I made that a week ahead of time, yeah. froze it. It was perfect. Yep. You know, Most or like some, like some components of recipes, you could like make it halfway, mm-hmm. freeze it and then finish it. And I, I like your point too. You know, if like making a favorite pie recipe, whatever is going to be really enjoyable, you want to make sure you make time for that. Mm-hmm. And you're not like making it in, you know, an hour before mm-hmm. everyone's coming because then, you know, that's just it's not- stressful. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What I'm doing this year also has to do with our annual Christmas cookie baking. So I love that you brought that up. So with our family, what we do, we make gingerbread cookies that the kids have fun decorating. And then plus a few other cookie recipes. Here is what I have noticed. The kids are just there to decorate the cookies. They are really not helpful or interested in making the four other kinds of cookies that we are making. And so then I feel like I'm in there, my mother-in-law, my sister-in-law, all like working and baking. (laughs) And, you know, it's fun to be all there together and stuff. But I was thinking about, I think there are some things we should just already have the dough ready and then we can just be baking it. I think there's one kind of cookie that we can make totally all ahead of time. And And then with everyone, yeah, we can um, roll it in the powdered sugar. Mm -hmm. So I'm just hoping to do some things preparing ahead of time so that that feels a little bit more relaxed. Like there's nothing worse than trying to measure the exact amount of baking soda you need for a recipe with excited sugared up children around. It makes me, I'm like, nope, I hate cookies. I hate baking. I hate We're never doing this again. Tradition canceled. Okay. Well, that is a perfect segue to our last topic, which is enjoying the holidays, perhaps more on the emotional logistics side, if you will. And Mm -hmm. I think you will. So, but I really think this deserves a spot on our list because we all deserve to enjoy the holidays. And if you're a mom, we are here to remind you that it's not only about making the season fun for your family and kids, it should be enjoyable for you too. Yes. So we will, we will sing this from the rooftop. Uh So Erica, what's your, what's your first tip um, for making the holidays enjoyable for you? Okay. The first one is to get real clear about what you will and won't be doing before it's time to make a game time decision. Mm -hmm. Enter. Here's, here's an example. If you need some help thinking about these things, because sometimes I think we just are like, well, I have to do this because it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. This is, and you don't even know how to think about it differently. Enter the holiday docket from the Lazy Ooh, Genius. I love it. It is a digital product she has, and it is amazing. And even me, who is very thoughtful about the holidays and has no problem saying no, I, it was really helpful to think very specifically. And she kind of walks you through the steps about thinking about what's important to you, about having the conversations you need to have, about scheduling, mm-hmm. about making lists for things. So to, like you said, the dough made ahead of time, yes. like how can you make it more enjoyable? So I think it's like $10 or something like that mm-hmm. on her website. We'll link to it, but it is worth every penny. But then once you have decided those things with you and your partner or whoever is in, you know, in it, with you in making that decision, then communicate those decisions to all stockholders Mm -hmm. as early as possible. Mm -hmm. This will save you so much guilt trip 
tripping. Mm-hmm. It will save you um, so many hurt feelings because you're just like, you know what? This is what mm-hmm. we're doing. And the decision's already been made. And mm-hmm. you're welcome to do, you know, decide what you will and won't be doing. And we talked about this a lot in our saying no yep. episode and in our personal policies, but I think it's especially important around the holidays. I think one of the biggest reasons that moms burn out and don't enjoy the holidays is truly a lack of boundaries and mm. saying yes to too many things, mm-hmm. even things that you want to do. Yeah. We just can't, can't, can't do, it, do all. it all. So we have to figure out a way, especially as we keep adding family members to yes. like, okay, how can we balance this so it's actually enjoyable? Mm-hmm. Oh, so great. I'm so glad that you brought that up. My first tip, this is just a little one, but get yourself a cute holiday shirt to wear. That's cute. After we got our fall shirts a couple of years ago for fall extravaganza, I just have so much fun pulling that out of my closet during the fall and just, you know, kind of makes it's me like a ex- go-to outfit too, yeah. which is nice for like a busy holiday yeah, time. E- exactly. So if you look on Etsy or local makers, there's just tons mm-hmm. of great options with either phrases or just little, I got one, um, with just little Christmas trees on it. And it just makes me smile to wear it. Yeah. Or then if you are going to any kind of a holiday festive thing, I just feel like it's easy to put that on and just feel yeah. like even it looks cute in a in picture, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Yeah, exactly. Um, another one for me is, is I'm just all about saying no. I you say it. no <laughs> and then it. ho, ho, ho. <laughs> you, this is what you do. That's on Erica's shirt. <laughs> Okay. So you also, I think this is a huge thing for moms, especially when your kids are little, you don't have to do a thing just because everyone does it. So true. If getting matching Christmas jammies Mm -hmm. is stressing you out, Mm -hmm. don't do it. It is okay. It is not a, now with social media, it feels like everybody's doing this thing. No, not everybody is doing Mm -hmm. this thing and it's okay. And you can still be a good mom at Christmas. Mm -hmm. Every tradition will not be for you. Mm -hmm. And, and it's okay to highlight the ones you really love, make your own. Even you don't have to do it just because everybody else is doing it. Yeah. Not everybody else is doing it. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Number one, not everybody else is doing it. Mm -hmm. That little elf doesn't visit all the houses. I'm just saying. Sure doesn't. It's okay if you can't stand that little elf, (laughs) if that elf is not welcome. (laughs) Oh oh my gosh. Okay. My next tip um, for kind of getting yourself into the holiday mood and enjoying it is to read or listen to holiday themed books. Yes. Last year, I really enjoyed a couple of books from the Winter Street series. Okay. So, you know, they're set in Christmas time, like in Nantucket. Yes. So that like New England Uh scene and just a family. There's a whole series. I got through the first couple and you just follow them kind of year after year. So I'll link to those. Also, I love finding holiday themed podcasts podcast to listen to for when I'm running errands. One of my favorite traditions is to listen to David Sedaris read his Santa Land Diaries, which is something I have done really since high school. Um, I will link to it. It is hilarious and irreverent, (laughs) and it is just I don't know. Best kind of holiday sass. Yes, it, mm-hmm. it really is. What are you going to do this holiday season to make sure your enjoyment is a priority? All right. This is something that I did last year. Um, and it is, it is now key to my whole life and it Mm. is the entire month of December. Mm -hmm. Well, basically from Thanksgiving on, it is Christmas school for homeschool. Oh, so all of our things are Christmas based and it is so nice because number one, it fits, it helps me fit in so many things that I just want to do with the girls, like baking cookies or, you know, doing a service project or Mm -hmm. something like that. It's now part of our school. So it makes sure it gets done instead of in, in between the Mm -hmm. cracks of life. Um, it gives us a break. It gives me a break from 
the curriculum and the planning. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of really cute um, units that people have made oh. that just like walk you through Advent or yeah. walk you through like this year, I think we're going to do the whole month will be like running a tree farm business. And so oh. they're their math yes. will be in that, some creativity. Oh. They're going to set up their own little businesses and like a Christmas tree theme for I the whole month. I love that. So there's all kinds of oh, ways yeah. you can do this. You could just pick, you know, an activity. And you can do this with even if your kids are in school, mm-hmm. just like thinking through some ways to just make the normal things you do mm-hmm. Christmassy. Mm-hmm. And that to me, because I love Christmas and because it gives me a, some novelty and a switch of mindset is just really mostly for me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then we make like, yeah, like the day that they set up their Christmas tree, that's part of their school for the day. Yeah. Like that is that is a, a creative art project, yes. you know? So I just love the flexibility with homeschool to do that because it's just been very enjoyable. So I'm excited for that. This oh, year. that's so cute. Okay, what I am doing, this sounds like a little thing, but I am very excited about it. I do Christmas cards every year. I really enjoy doing that, and I have always just handwritten the addresses on them. And this year, I am printing my address labels. There you go. And I'm really excited yeah, about it. That is a lot of work to handwrite all of them. It really mm-hmm. is. We have like nearly a hundred Christmas cards mm-hmm. that I send out, and that's just a lot. And, you know, I can make it enjoyable, you know, putting on a Christmas movie or something in the evenings, but time is just of such a premium. So I found really cute, some really cute free templates online where I can even put a little holiday icon looks like holiday decor. Mm -hmm. I'm going to print those out at home and just slap those on my cards. And then once you have that template, you've got all your addresses Mm -hmm. in there and everything ready to go. Yep. Perfect. I'm very excited. All right. That wraps up our conversation about holiday logistics. We hope you heard something useful that you can try and that you find many ways to enjoy the holidays this year. All right, Erica, tell me about an obsession that you have. Okay, this is another how am I enjoying the holidays obsession. So the Magnolia line at the Hearth and Hand line at Target for the holidays is came out with an A-frame cabin dollhouse. Oh my god. And I promise you that I'm buying it for myself. (laughs) That's right. As like a decor piece because I (laughs) make no mistake. I mean, an A-frame cabin is like mountain cabin is on our wish list, and I want to make it like even more Christmassy. Again, I saw Kelly Hampton doing this. <laughs> she, I mean, she's just like a mom after my own heart. Uh-huh. So I'm going to buy little wreaths. I'm oh. going to make little Christmas pillows for the dollhouse furniture. <laughs> oh I'm not gosh. joking you. And I may or may not let the girls help me. That's right. <laughs> but I'm really excited because I think it'll make a cute decoration slash thing they can play with. Yeah. So, I mean, just creative project. And what a great little creative project yeah. for you. Exactly. Oh my gosh. I love that so much. All right. My obsession is not holiday themed. I'm sorry, but I am wearing them right now. They are my new Lululemon workout tights. They're so cute. I complimented them immediately when you walked in my house. Well, thank you. I, it takes me forever to buy myself new workout wear, but I finally sprung for these and I know Lululemon stuff is expensive, but I wear it for years. It really does. And so for me, Mm -hmm. it really is worth it to spend the extra money. And, you know, I have had tights from there too, that start getting little holes along the seams and I take it in and they fix it for free for me. So just keep on going. Anyway, I'm loving these. I am pretty sure that they're the 25 inch length. I love leggings with no cell phone pocket. I like them to be just really simple. Yeah. Straightforward. Mm -hmm. And these two, I love, they don't have a seam on the outside. Yeah. And so they feel especially sleek. This does make it tricky. Like when I'm trying to put them on, there's like nothing to hold on to. And I'm like, how do I pull these up? (laughs) Um, previously I've also just had just black leggings and these are like a black camo print. I love it. 
and I feel really sassy. fast and uh-huh. athletic when I'm I feel really fast. Yeah. <laughs> All right. That wraps it up. Thank you so much for listening, everyone. Find us in between episodes on Instagram. We are High Girls Next Door. The show notes for this episode are in your podcast player and on our website, girlnextdoorpodcast.com. And we love to get your emails at highgirlsnextdoor at gmail.com. Thanks so much for dropping in. Until next time, be neighborly. Here we go. <laughs> um. Test, 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 this morning that was fun oh ouch that was real fun (laughs) nobody (laughs) absolutely not uh what else okay i think that looks pretty good i got bit by a toddler while i was nursing that's kind of similar same (laughs) i was also like no biting both of us got our boobs bit this morning (laughs) sounds good (laughs) two times (laughs) this is for me it's for me (laughs) We're not at that part yet, Kelsey.